Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, welcome to season three. This is kind of crazy. Holy crap, for one. And for two, I'm really excited. I'm literally, like, I sound like I'm, like, really fake right now. It's because I'm trying to get my energy up because, I don't know, I just feel so strange, like, recording a podcast um, because I haven't recorded a podcast or a new podcast in, like, three or four months, which I think is crazy. welcome back I um I don't know I was feeling like I'm home by myself right now and I'm really feeling like I was feeling like the Lord was telling me to record a podcast even if it was like nothing special just like a life update and like so I can get back into the swing of things because I was kind of neglecting um recording podcasts and I was like honestly we're just gonna get into the thick of it right now I was honestly like nervous that I um was gonna like get season three up and started and everything and then I wouldn't be inspired or motivated or have the discipline to um to like keep it going and keep recording episodes and like doing research and like studying things because I'm having like a really hard time like getting passionate about things um right now just because I'm like working through some stuff but then I was like honestly like maybe this will be good for whoever's listening like they'll just I mean it's the real me and if you hear my dog in the background I'm sorry but like I've tried to get him to move and he's just like I don't know he always likes to be right next to me um but anyways I was just like why don't I just document like how I'm doing and how I'm feeling and um what's been helping me um I don't know, just being really raw and honest, which I think I have been in past seasons, but, like, if I wasn't in the mood to record a podcast, I just wouldn't, but I was, like, whatever, people can just take me as I am, and if they don't like the podcast, they don't need to listen, which, I mean, yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. I'm, like, I don't know. I've always been, like, whoever's supposed to hear it, God will bring the podcast to, and, like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry if we get, like, a little, like, a small amount of views on, um, one podcast or whatever, like, comparing and all that kind of stuff. I'm not gonna worry about it because the people who are supposed to hear it will hear it, but, um, yeah, I guess, uh, what have I been up to? Well, during quarantine, I'm, like, an, I was an essential worker, um, which, I mean, quarantine is still going on for some people, but in my state, I'm from Michigan, and in my part of the state, pretty much everything is open because we're, like, in a secluded area, um, we were mandated just today that we have to wear face masks, um, in every, like, place. I don't know what that, like, um, was specifically, you know, you just have to wear masks everywhere, like, inside. And I think there's even, I think some people even have to wear them, like, outside in big gatherings or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. My summer has been going really well lately. I guess, as of, like, a couple, I don't know. We're literally in the middle of July, which is kind of insane. I have a wedding for one of my friends next week, or actually, it's this week. It's this weekend. It's crazy. I'm just, like, thinking about, like, 
I don't know. I'm in this stage of life where people are getting married and they're having kids. Like, I'm at that age now and it's so strange. Like, like, I don't compare myself, but I'm like, holy crap, like, I'm at that age, which is just insane. Like, me thinking, obviously, I have a different timeline. Everybody has different timelines, but I was, like, thinking from the perspective of them, I'm like, wow, like, it's just hard to think of me in that situation, but obviously it is because that's not what I'm supposed to be doing right now, but I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. Um, so yeah, I, summer's going really well here. We've had some like crazy warm weather and the water like just last week was like 75 degrees and it's a Lake Superior. So it's like, usually it's warm, but like not that warm. I don't know. It's been really warm lately. Um, just because of how hot it's been up here. And yeah, I don't know. I've been going to therapy. Well, I've stopped going for a while. I'm working through some stuff, which is really good. Like, I'm really happy, honestly. I've been seeing different perspectives of things. Like, I don't know. There were certain ways that people would treat me that I didn't know were like, that's not how I'm supposed to be treated. Like, I should be getting treated better. Um, So, I've been working through that. I've honestly been like really angry and sad um a lot of the time I'm just getting out of that uh but it literally I was like that for like two months or maybe longer than that which is okay because like it's okay to feel those emotions because I was not feeling them and I was forcing myself to ignore them for so long but I'm just like trying to figure out I don't know like how to make sure that people don't think that they can treat me like that or like trying to make sure to not accept that treatment from people that's aimed towards me or like I don't know certain situations that are brought up like walking away from them if I need to and just like making sure to protect myself um in weird situations or like uh in situations that stress me out or that aren't good for me or my mental health like taking those steps to protect myself which is hard and people sometimes don't understand and they get confused. But um, majority of the time people are like, well, I'm happy you know your limits, which is, yeah, it's good. I think everybody needs to take time to like sit down and know their limits and understand themselves. Like honestly though, I think it would prevent a lot of like, I don't know, misunderstanding, I guess. And like knowing your limits. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really good to know that. Um, but I've been working through that, um, and it's kind of weird because I feel like it's really hard for me to have conversations with people right now, and I mean, it's only some people, but it's, like, the people that I'm not as close with, like, like, my immediate family, like, my immediate family, it's super easy for me to talk to them, but, um, my, I guess, more distant family, I like distant relatives, it's hard for me to have conversations with them, or, like, friends that I know, it's hard for me to keep up conversations and, and be engaging and, and acting engaged. Uh, like, my focus is, uh, like, out, like, somewhere else. I can't, I have really hard time focusing um, and paying attention to people, which it stinks. But, like, right now, I, like, at this moment in time, like, that, I can't help it because I'm working through stuff and I'm trying to understand myself, um, which is okay. Um, but it's just, it's just a weird time in my life right now. <laughs> which I'm fine with, which I keep having to say, but I just want people to understand that I'm fine with this and it's not like a bad thing. It's a good thing because I'm working through it. 
um I used to have such a hard time with letting people see like me cry or like showing my emotions to people like I would literally just like hide away or pretend like I was okay or I don't know it it was it was complicated I guess um but yeah that's I that was a lot of my quarantine up until now up until recording this on Monday um that was my quarantine pretty much the entire time I don't know (laughs) I'm trying to like think of I don't know that's just how I've been um and I sound really monotone right now but I'm just like I was out in the sun all day swimming so I am kind of exhausted but I felt like I needed to do this um oh and another thing obviously if you're catholic you probably have heard of this if you're not then that's okay um but like the stuff that is going on with the um attacks on catholicism christianity in general but catholicism specifically like the vandalism of statues of mary or pictures of mary the burning down of that church um in san gabriel i think it was um in california and then the church in florida that got uh literally like a car drove into the church during mass like these are there is something far more spiritual that is going on and i think we can all understand that to a certain extent but um it it, it's only gonna get worse i'm like it's gonna get more intense because this is a time of i i don't know i just i think that the i don't i can't specifically say i know what's going on because obviously i don't i'm not god i'm not (laughs) I'm like not the Holy Spirit, but um I really it's gonna get worse before it gets better. And I really think that we as a church need to be praying and fasting. And I think we all know that, like in our head, but it's really hard to get like be passionate about it sometimes and like actually feel motivated. Or we get motivated, right, when we listen to all these things and we see everything going on, but when it comes down to it, it's really hard for us to like sit down and pray or like you're like I'm saying this because specifically I do this, um, like fasting, like you hear somebody suffering and I always am like, yes, I'll fast for them like tomorrow or whatever. Like if I hear about it, like the middle of the day that day or whatever, and then tomorrow comes and I forget, or I remember halfway through the day and then I'm like, oh, I'll do it the next day. Or like I push it off. Um, but I think, I think it would be a really powerful thing if we all like took up like, 40 days of prayer and fasting, like, each individual, and it doesn't need to be, like, hardcore fasting every single day, but I think it would be good if we were, like, fasting from coffee one day and TV the next, or, you know what I mean, mixing it up, like, it doesn't need to be literally no meals every single day or, like, having one meal a day. Obviously, if you had no meals a day, that would be very concerning because, like, you can't live like that, but, um, you get what I'm saying, like, yeah, anyways, (laughs) So, I really think, I don't know, like, we as a church community, we need to, like, stand up, we, I keep saying, like, but we need to stand up for church, the church, and honestly, like, it sucks, but, like, we're looking to our shepherds, and, uh, it's almost like we have to literally, it's like pulling teeth to get anything inspiring from them, and not all the time, and not every single person, um, like not every single priest or bishop obviously because we do have really good and holy priests and bishops and I'm so grateful for them um but sometimes it's like sometimes it's really hard to 
find any inspiration from them or even get anything out of them. Uh, And that is another thing, too. We need to be praying and fasting for our priests and bishops and Pope Francis and Pope Emeritus Benedict. Um, You know, obviously, we should be doing that every day. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been really... (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, it's really disheartening. Like, it makes me want to cry because we literally, it feels like in certain situations, we don't have a leader. Like, we go to look for somebody and there's literally nobody there. And it's like we're ants running around, like, when it's raining. You know, when it starts raining outside and you look at ants, they literally, like, run everywhere and they freak out. That's what sometimes I feel like. And it makes me mad. Like, it makes me want to cry, but I cry when I'm really frustrated and angry and I'm, like, super angry about it. Um, And I'm trying not to be angry at priests because, like, or bishops and, like, slander them or anything because that's a sin. You can't do that. Um, But I'm not gonna lie. Like, I am, like, frustrated about it a little bit. Um, which I love our priests and, like, I could never do what they do. One, because I'm a woman, but two, like, they make so many sacrifices. Um, but I don't know. I'm just sharing my heart. Like, it does frustrate me and I really, um, I don't know. It kind of sucks when you have to look at, and I love the lay people, but, like, or the lady, but, um, like, why do we have to look at the lady for inspiration and motivation and hear that. And I think it's a both end. Like we need to hear it from the priests and bishops and the laity because we go hand in hand. There's not one without the other. But right now it seems like there's only one and it's not, it's not working and it's, it's chaos and we should not be divided as a church. Like this should not be a thing. It's not, it like that's Satan's literal main tactic is to divide and conquer. And I think we've all heard that before, but like that's what he's trying to do right now and you can see it. And that's why I'm trying not to get angry because I was like, I don't want to give into that because that's a temptation to be divided and have a church divided and we need to be united because we are so much more powerful when we are united. And I think we all know that. But um, I think it's so easy to fall into that temptation. It really is, honestly, especially when new things come up and you see nobody stand up to it and you're like, where the hell are you? Like, honestly, though. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. That was a little rant for me. I guess you're just seeing (laughs) where I'm at right now. Um, Honestly, like, spiritually, like, my prayer life, I've, like, I've been trying to build it up in a different... I'm trying to... I don't know. For a while, I, like, was praying the rosary because I pray the rosary every day because of Our Lady of Fatima and how she asked us to pray the rosary every day for world peace and, um, and reparation for the sins committed against the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary and all the, you know, the Fatima, what Our Lady spoke to the children of Fatima. And if you haven't, um, heard of Our Lady of Fatima or don't know the messages of Our Lady of Fatima, I encourage you to look them up on a Catholic site. Um, yeah. Anyways, so, for a while, I was making sure I was getting my rosary in every day, but it started turning into, like, if I wasn't getting it in, I would get super stressed out, and it would just become a chore. So, I've been trying, I don't, I don't know if this is the best way to do it, but I was, like, not overly stressing about it. So, like, one day, and it, I don't know, I don't think it was the best way to do it, but I don't know. At the moment, I thought it was a good idea, 
but I was like, I'm, if I can't get it in today, I'm not going to like overly freak out about it. I'm not going to stress about it. I was having that mindset and I was trying to get, um, okay with having that mindset and having to be like, to do that. So if I wasn't getting it in, I wasn't, I was trying not to like worry about it. Um, because obviously Mary's not going to come down and like, be like, why did you not pray the rosary? Blah, blah, blah. Or like make you feel shame because that's not what she does. But, um, I was doing that to myself and I didn't want that to keep happening. So I was trying to train my mind to be okay with sometimes not being able to pray the rosary or seeming like it was a chore that I had to do and not something out of love and making it, I don't know, it was something that was in my head but not in my heart. So I'm trying to make it a heart thing instead of a head thing. <laughs> um, so that's what's been going on spiritually. I usually read spiritual books like at least a little bit and I've been having a hard time with that. I don't know, it's just a really simple, like I've literally gone down to the basics right now because my brain just can't take anything complicated. Like, it sounds crazy, but literally, like, I can't take anything complicated right now. I'm, like, a simple-minded person right now just because of my mentality and, like, everything that's going on in my head, which is, honestly, I think I like it a lot more, but, um, it seems like it's a rebuilding of myself. Like, I, this, like, therapy and, like, quarantine and everything has, like, been, like, a rebuilding process, and I think the Lord was, like, <clears throat> trying to restructure me because it feels like I'm like starting from the ground up again and um I don't know it's really frustrating I know the Lord's like working on me and he's doing it for a good reason and he's it's humbling um but it's not gonna lie it's really hard because I've seen how like I was super passionate um about certain things and I know people go through consolation and desolation um, but it doesn't seem like a desolation. It just seems like it's, like, I don't know. It's, it's just hard, but I'm not, like, not passionate about the faith right now, but I'm, like, trying to, I don't know how to explain it, really, because I, like, love the faith, and I would never leave the church or anything like that, um, and I don't know. It's, it's weird. I don't really know how to explain it, but that's what it feels like right now, just a rebuilding process or restructuring and making a stronger foundation, which I think is what's going on. So, I mean, I'm like, I was talking to my priest about it and he's like, yeah, you're maturing in your faith. This is a good thing. He didn't say it like that, but he was just telling me that in a better way. I don't know, in a better way than that. Um, but it's just, sometimes it's hard because like, I don't know, I wanted to keep on that but I think my pride was involved with that because I was doing so much and um I don't know I probably made it a little bit about me and I think the Lord was trying to um just he's trying to teach me something through this um which right now when I look at myself and think about it the situation I'm like it's pretty much me like I feel like a little kid walking with like holding hands with Jesus, like, I'm a little toddler, like, reaching up, holding Jesus's hand, like, that's how I see myself right now, which is a good thing, because, um, I don't want to have an overly complicated mind, I do want to have a childlike mind, because that's the best way to see our Lord, I think, and he, I mean, he does say, 
you can't enter the kingdom of God unless you're like these children or something like that. I sorry, I can't directly quote scripture. But um I think you probably know what I'm saying <laughs> if you're Catholic. Man, this isn't this is a rough uh, no, it's not rough, but it's just like this is just raw, I guess, which is what I said I wanted to do anyways, but I'm sorry if you're not like um like hardcore catholic where you're understanding what i'm saying i'm sorry if that's not the situation and you're kind of confused um but anyways yeah i so i just want to encourage you guys confessions have been going down since quarantine like now the churches are opening back up which i understand because people are scared but i think um we should not be we should not be afraid of a virus more than afraid of dying in sin um i think dying in sin is worse than getting the coronavirus and I um not I'm not saying that insensitively because I know people who have died from the coronavirus um they're not people that I um were close with but like relatives have had their relatives um pass away from the coronavirus and I know people who have gotten it so I'm not trying to be insensitive I'm just saying that um we should fear being in sin and dying in sin or being enslaved to sin more than we should fear a virus that our Lord has complete control over and he knows what he's doing. Um, this is not, I mean, we just, I know it's hard to understand some, for some people or it's hard to actually believe and truly feel in your heart, but um, trusting God is what we need to do. And if you know in your heart that you need to go to confession or you feel like you're drawn to it, but you're scared, um, I encourage you to just tell our Lord Je- or say or pray. It would be pray. <laughs> um, Jesus, I surrender this to you. You take care of everything. And anytime that fear or anxiety comes up, surrender it to our Lord because he will take it. And um, sometimes it's hard to do. Sometimes it's hard to let go. Um, but me personally I always um remember in the back of my head that I always feel so much better when I surrender um whatever it is I'm going through to him and he always literally every single time takes care of everything there has never been a situation where he hasn't taken care of it um that's my dog um but yeah I I don't know it's it's kind of sad because I'm going back to church now our parish has been going to church since, uh, I think it's been, like, for a month and a half, maybe two months now, um, but the only people that are going, I don't see any young people going to church in my parishes, and the people that are going to mass are the elderly, and I'm, like, they're more at risk to, um, get this infection than, and, or this, not infection, but, you know, the COVID, they're more prone to getting that than the young people, and there's no young people going to church. Like, it's almost, like, opened people up to neglect the faith, and, like, people who are teetering on going to church and not going to church have now chosen to not go to church because it's become easier, and people, I don't know, I, I don't think it's good, honestly, um, and if you have the opportunity to go to mass, you need to go. Because if you think that something worse is not going to come, we have no idea what is going to happen. And we need to take advantage of receiving Jesus in the Eucharist. If the pandemic has taught me anything, it's that 
I don't know when the Eucharist is going to get taken away from me because of whatever, like our priests get persecuted, whatever it may be. Like we do not know the last time you will receive communion and we need to understand that. We need to take advantage of going to mass and receiving our Lord in a state of grace and going to confession. And we need to take advantage of being able to sit in a church, like literally a church just got burned down. Like, and that was in the U.S. It's, I don't know, guys. I'm just saying, like, we are under persecution, and if you don't think that's true, it is true, and it's just a denial of what is actually happening. It's, like, all of our Christian values are getting taken down and ripped apart, and it's so, so evil. And the reason why at the beginning of the episode I was saying we need to pray and fast is because there's a scripture verse that says some demons can only be drawn out by prayer and fasting when, um, was it Peter and John or someone who were trying to cast out a demon and Jesus was there and he said some demons are only drawn out by prayer and fasting because they couldn't get it. But Jesus, um, obviously was able to, um, free that person. Um, which I think is a good lesson because I think sometimes we think that prayer is the only, or not, not the only, but is just like, that's what we do. We pray and that'll do the trick. Like, oh, I'll pray for you or like blah, blah, blah. Like somebody's struggling with depression or whatever. And we're just like, yeah, we'll pray for you. You'll feel so much better if we pray for you. But some people need prayer and fasting to help them. And, um, because it's a sacrifice and it's, it's strengthening for one. It strengthens you and your spirituality and it strengthens not only when you're fasting for yourself, it strengthens you, but it strengthens the entire body of Christ. And that's a good thing to keep in mind. I was talking to my auntie about this actually yesterday because we were talking about that. And I was like, I never really thought of it that way. Um, but it is true. Like it, we were reading it out of a book and it was stating that this is a fact. Like when you fast, it does not only benefit you, it benefits the entire body of Christ or whoever you're fasting for, or whatever you're fasting for, it benefits that, and obviously the entire body of Christ, and you don't think of it from that mindset, but um, I was like, oh my gosh, that makes total sense, because I remember learning when you sin, it does not just affect you, it affects the entire body of Christ, and we hear that, and we're like, oh my gosh, yeah, body of Christ, like, because we hear, we hear that all the time, like, we're the body of Christ, like, uh, I'm the vine, you are, you know, like all those different things. And it's like brushes over our head because we hear it so many times, but it's, you don't really let that sink in and you don't actually think about it. For me personally, sometimes I wouldn't let that sink in. And, um, I think it's a good reminder because I know that some people are like, oh, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna commit this sin and then I'll go confess it later or whatever and it's only gonna affect me but no it affects everybody around you even if you don't know it and I don't I don't know it's just it's a good thing to keep in mind guys like there is going to be a time when you die or when Jesus comes again and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to um see everything that your sin has done and it's gonna feel horrible it's not going to feel good. I'm, I'm like, I made a general confession, um, during quarantine because I was like, I need to get this all confessed. I need to get everything confessed because I, I don't want to die and, um, have something unconfessed on my heart, on my soul. And, um, I just don't want that to affect me at all. And it's, if you genuinely think about 
dying and being judged, that's a scary thing. It's a good thing, though, because it's a good... It helps you understand the effect of your sin. Like, you need to go to confession. And thank God for confession. If it wasn't for confession, like, I really don't know where I'd be at. But, I mean, yeah. Y'all need to go to confession if you can. Go as much as you can. Because we have no idea when there's going to be a shortage of priests in our area or whatever it is. Or maybe we can't go to confession for a year you like we literally have no idea and I think if there's anything that this pandemic has taught us is that we literally are not in control of anything and Jesus can be taken the Eucharist well yeah he is Jesus but um specifically Jesus in the Eucharist can be taken away from us at any moment and that is that's like the suckiest thought ever like but it's a reality that we need to understand like this could be a possibility we never know what can happen we need we need to take advantage of going to daily mass and receiving jesus in the eucharist and going to confession when we can and going to adoration when we can because we just don't know um yeah that's really what the pandemic has taught me or how i've been growing as a person in general like yeah it's just crazy I, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I hope you are all doing well. I know some people have been struggling, and um, if you are, I'm praying for you, and um, please pray for me. Um, and I'm gonna be having some episodes coming up. I about New Age, um, astrology, um, the effects of it. Personally, I have a story of somebody in my family who is, who, um, they have passed on now, but, um, it's a story before they converted of their experience with astrology and everything like that. Um, but I'm going to be talking about that. I'm going to be talking about plenty of other things. Um, why people might fall into new age and they, I don't know, I've just been seeing a lot of people, specifically Catholics, like falling into the new age practice while simultaneously being like um trying to practice catholicism but you can't practice two religions at the same time just saying there's no both end um so i'm gonna be talking about that there's no i'm not trying to shame anybody i'm just gonna give the facts and this is how it is um so there's that and i don't know there's plenty of other things i need to talk about um and i will talk about them and i feel like i'm just like not gonna have a filter anymore because these are things that need to be said and they need to get out there and people need to understand that like this shit's messed up i'm gonna be talking about yeah like new age messed up um there's a lot of shit that yeah sorry for swearing i don't know that's another thing that's happened along with my healing process like i've just been swearing a lot more which isn't a good thing i'm not saying it's good but like i don't know it's we're just it's a work i'm a work in progress guys so i'm trying um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to keep babbling on about, like, all this stuff and what I'm going to be talking about. You guys will just see. Um, but thank you for sticking around while I had to go through stuff. And, um, I mean, even if you didn't understand, I was still going to, like, take a break from the podcast because I needed to. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate every single one of you who has been listening to the podcast um, please share it with your friends, rate us on iTunes, 
um, because the ratings help people see um, or help people find our podcast. And um, yeah, share us on social media if you want. I don't know. I just uh, really appreciate you guys. All right. Have a good night, day, whatever time you're listening. I hope you have a good, yeah, I'm done. I'm just, (laughs) it's freaking why. I literally do this every single time and then I have to cut it out because I just don't know what I'm saying. But, um, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Please pray for me, guys. All right. Bye.